What, in addition to the right equipment, does it take for the job of film editing? Welcome to The Cutting Room, the official podcast of AOTG.com, and I'm your host, Gordon Burkell, and this episode, well, we have something special this episode. I'm very excited to interview Jinmo Yang, who edited the film Parasite, and if you haven't seen the film Parasite, it's a must. I went and saw the movie, I loved it got home and a couple days later I had an email in my inbox saying would you like to interview Jinmo and I said that's an amazing film I've got to interview him so the two of us sit down to discuss the film now it's going to be a bit different than usual because we had to have a translator Jinmo's in Korea so we have a translator so please bear with that with all that said if you haven't seen the movie go see the movie before you listen to this because it's one of those movies that you want to see before you read anything about or hear anything about it and we just talk about the film so we will be spoiling things so here's my interview with Jinmo Yang now you worked with director Bong on several projects in different capacities so I'm wondering if you could tell me how this relationship started and how you transitioned to his full-time editor so at first I met director Bong when we were shooting the Snowpiercer and I was working as the on-set editor. And then also that relationship led on to from Okja as well, where I was the on-set editor and also the main editor, which also became a similar role for Parasite as well. So it's a third project I'm working with him. To think back, and I'm not 100% sure, but very likely, the DP Hong, Kyungpyo Hong, um, we have worked on different projects before, and I believe that he's the one that made an introduction to director Bong in the very beginning. Now, you mentioned that there's been the onset editor, and that seems to be a role that's sort of evolving in the industry right now. So I'm wondering, how does that impact you in the edit suite, having someone, either yourself or someone else, assembling on the set? So the onset editor role is actually had a quite history in the Korean film industry. So it's not something that's new as much as it is for the international level. In Korea, the way onset editor definitely allows the amount of time that goes in for the post-production to be less than what it usually would be. But also at the same time on set, it allows for the director and the team to preview the detailed cut that normally they wouldn't be they wouldn't be able to visually see if they didn't have an onset editor. So on the case for the Parasite, uh, I sent an assistant editor to be the author editor for this film. And with that process, the basic guideline, the structure of the editing was already done by the time they arrived to us. And so I was able to edit and have a pretty quick feedback and turnaround with director Bong as we were shooting the scene. Now, Bong has said that Hitchcock really inspired this film. So I was wondering, how did that come into the cutting room? Like, was there discussions about this? I guess, how does Hitchcock affect you in the cutting room for this film? So I actually didn't know about the Hitchcock reference until he said at the interview after everything was done. So when we were editing, that was not part of the conversation. But personally, also myself, I'm a big fan of Hitchcock. So even if the conversation did not happen, it allowed, I think it's just like innately available and innately with us as we were doing the entire process. Now, one of the things that you've mentioned in other interviews that you've done is how meticulous you had to be about tempo and rhythm. And I'm wondering if you could sort of elaborate on that, because in the other interviews, you would just say you had to really focus on the tempo rhythm. And so I'm just wondering, in what aspect did you have to really finesse that? 
So even this part, if you think about it, Director Bong is really sad. He has he's very savvy at using the utilizing the on-set editing system. So which also allows more time back in the production post-production room in the editing house that allows actually more us to focus on the rhythm and the detail and the tempo. I think that process just and the way he utilized the entire system just allowed us to give more time and finesse and focus on the details that would allow us to bring in the tempo. So just to give the sequence about the belt of faith, uh, even the structure that was um, provided from the onset editing was good as is, but the detailed shot and the editing that when we were doing it, the post-production at suite, the structure itself was still respected and honored, but every shot and the detail and every contents and materials we had to look and to switch over each shot just to make sure that we get the best um, final result which scene was that it's the sequence we call it the belt of faith but it's the scene of each of the poor family as it joins and emerges into the rich family that ends with the blood in the trash can i'm not sure if you recall that part that's the sequence that we call belt of faith Okay. Now, um, one of the things that uh, you've also mentioned in other interviews is that Bong doesn't shoot coverage or masters. So how did this affect you in the edited suite? Did you have to overcome anything? Or I guess, how do you tackle a situation like that when you don't have coverage? So that's what's really amazing about director Bong is that even if he doesn't provide coverage, but he shot everything in a way where it's okay to not to have that. It's actually wouldn't have mattered because of the way he shoot everything. But at the same time, that being said, it doesn't necessarily mean that every shot was perfect in terms of tempos or timing. And especially as there was no coverage, there were a lot of um, editing techniques that we had to utilize in order to create a perfect tempo or timing or to mock up to a point where it looks like it is and what's meant to be in that way. But a lot of editing techniques, such as putting two different scenes together, allowed us to provide that result. When you say putting two scenes together, do you mean the stitching? Because I heard there was stitching uh, of shots. Not two, two scenes, but two shots. Can you tell me about tackling stitching and, and how you go about doing that? So just to give an example, there's a scene where the Hugh, the son of the poor family, is teaching how to act to the father. And if you recall the scene where the first, the beginning of the scene also is looking at the son and it does a quick panning to the father. But it actually, for the scene where like we use, you see the son, we use a, like, a take 27 or whichever, where he has the best acting. And then we would also use a quick pan technique to put another scene of a different take where we see the father in his best version, but make it look like it was one scene. What one shot? One shot, sorry. Now this film also, Bong is referred to as a tragic comedy, and it does have this interesting balance between humor and darkness. And I'm wondering how you approached maintaining that balance, because it, it could have easily become over the top, but somehow it's just perfectly level, <laughs> like in, in terms of it feels natural. 
사실은 그 뭐지? 영화에도 있지만 크로스 더 라인 So as uh, the theme that you see in the film and they use this term a lot where they do not to cross the line even in editing we also try to not to cross the line where it becomes too much in one direction or the other For example, there is a scene at the end where you see Kitek, the poor father in an Indian costume we're talking with the Nathan Park the rich father for the birthday of his son and you see them like next to each other and talking and there was actually a scene where the poor father Kim was also smelling how Nathan Park smells like but at that point it felt a bit too much and it was also bring up a possibility of the tone shifting into one side of the direction so we decided to take that out in the editing process and so in a similar way if there was any scene that was tilting the balance into one direction or if they were being too direct and literal we were also trying to be very careful to not to cross that line 하지만 그 영화 자체는 좀 at the same time, I can't say that it was always a perfect balance. And there's definitely a scene where it kind of tells focus on the comedic scene, but also was like a lot of the debate, debated topic. And one of the scenes that actually made it into the final cut is the scene where Kitek and Yonggyu, so the poor father and then the rich mom, is in the private sauna in the house. And she asked him if he had washed his hand. And you see a scene where he's he looks up and it just kind of ends the scene. And the shot read a bit to comedic and to humorous. And it was actually one of the scenes where like we were there was a lot of debate between Dr. Bong and I. And because it might have come off too comedic, but at the same time we also wanted to make sure there was some kind of humor in it. So I actually pushed for that scene to be in the final cut, which ended up being it. Now I'd love to know what scene in this film are you most proud of of your work and why? As an editor, the most proud scene that I am is the random sequence. But to be honest, and I haven't said this in an interview, but the part that I found the most humorous and that I enjoyed personally is the scene where Yonggyo is having sex on the sofa, whereas the key taking the family is under the table. Because that scene itself is funny, but also sad at the same time. And if you recall, there is, at the scene, each of the poor family member escapes the table in the living room. And there is a wide shot at the end where Kitek, the father, is um, escaping and on the upper side of the screen his uh, legs are overhanging and you see that's this leg and I'm not sure about from the editing perspective of ever personally I personally very much am fond of that specific scene in the sequence of the couch sex scene leading up to the escape scene well that whole night scene is tense <laughs> the whole night scene is amazing <laughs> okay, right right thank you now, what scene would you say that that's your favorite? So, what would you say was your most challenging scene, and why? So I've mentioned this quite a few times and I still stand by it. It's the birthday party scene at the end, the entire scene and the sequence of it. Starting from where you see the two, um, Kitek and Nathan Park in the Indian outfit to leading up to the point where Kitek is stabbing Nathan. And the entire process of those editing scenes, but also the emotional change that Kitek goes through and the challenge that we had was to make sure the audience, once they see it, that they would agree to the build-up and the emotion and the decision that Kitek had to make and to make sure that they weren't questioning the build-up and the conclusion of like how that climate had been reached and to make sure to ensuring that agreeable build-up and emotional sense was a very difficult challenge. What stood out for that scene for me was the 
the emotional roller coaster you go on because you're there's these almost like little moments where you're sort of sitting there with the fathers and you're it's like a calm moment and then there's sort of the guy coming up the stairs and getting all that stuff set up and there's all these sort of little vignettes that you know the pacing shifts everything sort of changes it's very very interesting scene in itself now i have just two more questions for you and they're kind of um more, I guess, personal ones. But one is the Korean film industry seems to have like taken off. You know, it seems like Old Boy came out in what 2001, 2002, and just like blew open the doors, and now everyone, all these amazing films are coming out. What do you think happened to make this huge shift for the rest of the world to see it all of a sudden? Because it's especially the last ten years, there's been several films that have come out. 지금, 저도 그거는 솔직히 To be honest, I obviously can't tell you exactly why that would have happened. But in my opinion, around the time that the old boy came out, I believe that's also when there are a lot of um, movie fanatics were also, and there are a lot of uh, students who are like into movies and film industry who are learning and delving into it. So those generation of people, that was a flourishing moment of a lot of people who are now a big players, like Dr. Bong, Dr. Park chan and then Kim Jin-hoo. That's when all these mega players were starting to work together and starting to thrust forward in the industry. So I believe it was just a generational shift of people who were readily available to study and also practice the film industry that like never had been before. My last question for you is, it's something I ask all the editors, and so hopefully, I don't know if it'll translate well, but uh, what's your favorite guilty pleasure film to watch? I don't have a guilty pleasure film per se, but I'm actually, I watch all these like, childish and a bit like targeted for a younger generation of like, Japanese anime. Yeah, yeah. Like One Punch Man, I think One Punch Man, I think in English. But all these um, mangas and animes from Japanese industry is something that I would watch and call it a guilty pleasure. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview. Thank you, Gordon. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. Thank have you a nice so day. Much. Bye. Bye. That was my interview with Jinmo Yang. I'd like to thank Jinmo for allowing me to interview him. I'd also like to thank Niraj Patel for cutting this episode. I'm your host, Gordon Burkell. Thanks for listening.